Hello, Sentimentally Ill Nation, all seven of you. Hope you're doing well out there. Welcome to episode three. In this episode, I sit down with a man who I, I never met before named Scruff. And him and I talk about a few things on this episode, uh, which is actually being divided into two parts. Um, so this episode, we'll be talking about Pogs and Jolt Cola. Um, so without further ado, um, here is Scruff and I in the middle of a conversation about music streaming. Thanks for listening. You know, appreciate it too, but you know, the, the, the iPod and the random play and everything have just killed my attention span where it's like a whole album. I got to listen to multiple things by one band in a row. No, man. Just <laughs> Dude, streaming like, totally killed like my attention span. Yeah. You know, you just access to whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I used to have like such a huge record collection. Right. And like it overall just started gathering dust mm-hmm. and then I was just like, oh, yeah, no, I have like so just... many physical CDs that, that, you know, I, I never listened to cause I just put them all in the iPod and that's how I listened to them. But nice. You know, at the same time when my wife was like, why don't we just like get rid of these or something? It's like, cause you never know when you're going to have to re-rip them. Something might happen. You need backups. <laughs> you know? Yeah. There's something to physical art too, yeah. man. It's mm-hmm. definitely lost its way. Um, on that note, I'm talking to Scruff here. Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> Pretty good, man. How are you? I'm all right. Nice. This is episode uh, three. Wow. Yeah, um, so this is cool because we don't know each other. We just yeah. met uh, through a mutual through, friend. Through friends of friends. That, that's Shout a big out thing to Jeff Hirsch. Yep. Shout always... out number two for you there, but he's yeah. <laughs> also going to be our next uh, guest. Okay, but I know you had said he he had done an episode about baseball cards or something. I had that's what we're going to be doing. Nice. Okay. Yeah, we'll get on to that later at the end of the show. Right. Um, Hope I didn't just spoil that. Then. <laughs> <laughs> that's just one yeah. of the topics we'll be discussing. <laughs> Got to give them a little like taste, you know. So you're here today to talk about. A couple things. Yep. Um, let's just get right into it, man. All right. Pogs. Pogs. Yep. Fucking no. Pogs. As, as soon as I saw, like I say, that there was a post about, um, you know, this this thing about things you were sentimental about from childhood. I was I was very interested in doing it. I, the idea of being on a podcast has, has been a bucket list thing of mine, like since I've been listening to a bunch of them. It was like, cool. oh, yeah. I, I want to be a podcast guest, but like all my friends that have podcasts were always very niche things that I didn't have anything to provide any input on. Ah. It's like, it's entertainment to listen to, but it's just like, you know, if, if, if you're not also well-versed and, and, you know, passionate in the subject they want to talk about, then it would just be like, oh, cool, I didn't know that, you know? <laughs> but, uh, um, so I saw this one talking about childhood, and, like, I had to reach out to you, and I was like, you know, what what defines, you know, what, what, or is there a particular parameter of, of years from childhood? Because <laughs> it's like, there's some stuff from the 80s that I could probably talk about, you know, when, when I was, you know, a, a young kid, but, like, I don't remember it as well. Like like this stuff that, that that it all kind of focuses on more when I was like twelve or thirteen. Like it's it's been quite a few years ago now. But like you know you were kind of more cognizant uh, about you know that era than, than than when you're you know a little kid and still learning everything for the first time. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and uh, with uh, a couple of the topics that I said I'm going to talk about, Pogs and Jolt Cola, like <laughs> yes. mi- middle school scruff was just like those were kind of my defining things. Like you know I was I was getting into music to a degree, but like you know I wasn't playing very well yet. I wasn't really actively you know, finding bandmates yet. So it was like, you know, the, these were the things that I really kind of uh, hitched myself to, to, to the point where uh, my one band, the Tea and Whiskey, had this song called Paper Money, all about the uh, the few instances in my life where I've ever been lucky enough to not just find loose change, but like actual like paper currency on the ground. And and the second verse is, is, is literally, you know, back in 1995, I was 12 or 13 years old. I found $5 on the ground. I went and spent on Pogs and Jolt because that's how we did it back then. For the kids too young to know, I always spent, I never saved, and now I got nothing to show. And like, 
that's one of my favorite verses I ever wrote. Like, it's not the most clever thing ever, but just when I hit that line, that I went and spin on pods and jolt and just look at the, the people and, and the other people my age that just get that instant, like, oh, shit, like, yeah, I remember those, you know, and it was like, Okay. But uh, I don't remember exactly how I was introduced to Pogs, but it was one of those things where it was just, you know... How old are you, let me ask? I, I am 37 right now. So you were born what year? 82. Okay. Yep. So I was born in 1990. Oh, wow. So yep. we're going to have a little bit of a little bit of a t- disconnect yeah, here. That's like, I, but it's going to be good. You're going right. to be like educating that's, that's, me. That's why I had said when when, uh, when I had initially saw it and, and that I found out about it through Jeff, I assumed it, I, I don't know exactly how old he is, but you know, I, just, my I know age. Pogs being a, a middle school thing for, for me. And, and, and then, you know, if, if you were born in I 90, remember Pogs. They, they'd be like a more, I had them. more elementary school thing for you. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember talking with another friend of mine that's... Uh, Younger than me, but I forget exactly how many years. And same thing, where they were a very young kid when they were out. And it was like, oh, yeah, like I got them as like, you know, cereal my, boxes. My, my, my little swag. Like when I would get like a good trip to the dentist or something, they would give me yeah. something. And it's like, and I never knew exactly how the game worked. And, and like, <laughs> me neither until I looked it up yeah. to do research for this. As far as I knew, there were two different variations of, uh, of like how to play Pogs. Like the, the traditional way uh, that, that like most of the time when you bought like, like kind of a starter set or something, like that would right. have like, you know, 10 or 15 pogs and a slammer that would like tell you how to play it, uh, you know, is that you would stack them up face down yep. and you would throw the slammer down and whichever one's landed face up, you would take and, and then, then restack the pile for the next person to that go. That was like your score. Until it was out. Yeah. yeah. And um, the way that I had first learned to start playing them, um, which is actually like it led to some controversy. I don't know if it was in everybody's school, but in, in Carl Sandburg Middle School where I went in Oldbridge. <laughs> They were banned because it was looked at as a form of gambling. Dude, because uh, every I was going to ask you that at, were they banned at, at your school? Was uh, at lunch uh, the way that we would play there was everybody would put up two pogs that, <laughs> that were playing. It was usually like a one on one thing, and you would have the thinner thing that was called a flipper, not the slammer. It was like a, a thin piece of plastic, what? like uh, um, and you would put it face down and you would try to flip it over just using that, like kind of pushing down on it, and uh, you know, I remember that, and and you would take turns and. You know, we would each, you know, wager two and, you know, you flip one. And if you flip it over, you take it. If not, you know, the next person, you know, would, would have their chance at it. But eventually the goal was, you know, whoever had all four at the end, you played for keeps. And, you know, you, you, would, you would do two pogs that you didn't care that much about. But, like, you know, I guess somebody lost one that they, you know, were a little too into and went and complained mm. to the, the – uh, uh, oh, you know, yep. the, the principal or something. I was like, nope, this is, you know. I'm not dealing with and, this shit. And, and then I feel like the, the little punk rock part of me loved Pogs even more because now they and were contraband. Now, <laughs> yes. now they were edgy. It was like, oh, you know what I mean? As it was, you're buying all these things that, you know, the brand is poison and they all had like eight balls and skulls and stuff on them. It was like, oh, all this tough imagery. Lots but, of know, eight balls, man. You know, yeah. <laughs> Lots of eight balls. So, you know, I think that was a. Eight balls part, and skateboards, I remember. Was, that was part of the appeal, I think, of them as well. Was was that? Like I said, I don't remember exactly what, where I first saw it and was like, yeah, I'm gonna start buying these. But it was like it was one of those things where they were super affordable. Like most of the places that I went, like like uh, there was a party supply store by me that sold them, and like a lot of like baseball card shops and stuff would sell them. But I mean, right. really, they were kind of everywhere. But like as far as like just places that would have these giant like, uh, like collecting stores, like, yeah. like like restaurants of like. Where they would have like restaurant steam trays, like 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 the foil ones, yeah. just with just loose pogs out there and just have a <laughs> sign where it was just like you know ten for a buck or fifteen for a buck or whatever. So wow. it was like so you could amass a uh, you know a sizable collection for you know I think like at the time I was probably getting like you know maybe Were they official they, though. Uh, official I don't, licensed pogs. I, I don't know. There were there were different brands. Yeah, there were. I know, yeah, I know. Like uh, <laughs> you know, Poison was was uh, one of the big brands, and uh, then there was a lot of officially licensed things where it was like. 
you know, whatever from pop culture would kind of realize, like, this was the current thing. So, like, right. I remember different movies would come out and they would make pogs of it. Like, I have some Dumb and Dumber pogs. What? And, uh, That's cool. Some know, of them are worth money. Pop, probably. Like I say, it's I, I have my little box of them in the basement. Like, before I was running late today, part of me was like, oh, let me dig through this and, like, bring some in to, like, I was you know, wondering if about. you were gonna. But I was, like, <laughs> I was like, if it's an audio podcast, I don't really know how well that would lend itself to, like... You know, when, when there's something like that and, and somebody's like, oh, I brought this in and, you know, they're like, oh, we took pictures of it and it's up on our website or our, our Facebook yeah, yeah. or something. It's like, that's homework. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> you know, so I feel like, you on that. You know, so I was like, nah, but, um, but yeah, so uh, there'd be things like that or like different cartoon shows had them and, and uh, I had the 90s X-Men cartoon yeah, ones. Nice. A few of those. And then uh, um, there was one I got where it was really cool and like uh, makes it a particularly 90s memory that also ties into the... Uh, the Pete and Pete thing a bit uh, <laughs> nice. later there we was, go. was uh, um, that uh, Nickelodeon magazine, which I used to subscribe to. <laughs> wow. Um, is that still every, around? I don't uh, think so. I don't believe so. Like, like I say, like in the nineties, it was, a, it was a thing that you could subscribe to. I remember the commercials for it and I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. And it would kind of, you know, interview the, the cast members of different shows or, yeah. or, you know, have like, you know, little games and brain teasers and then pre internet. Um, right. Yeah. And then, you know, kind of tell you about like new things that were coming out, but there were still ads in it like any other magazine. And one time, there was an ad from you know Gibson, the, the the guitar company, and the whole thing was it had this guitar with a bunch of lines pointing to the parts and like a multiple choice thing with like the names of it, and if you can correctly label all the parts of the guitar and mail it in, they would send you a Gibson USA Pog. So I still have that one. <laughs> That's and a lot of work really for cool. a Pog. Yeah, you know, but, <laughs> but it was a cool one. I was like, I earned this, and then like I felt like I was cheating almost because even before I was playing, you know, actively myself, like this is right around the time I started, like like probably about. I had a guitar since I was nine when I asked my dad if, if I could have one. And of course him having been a guy that played, you know, forever was just like, oh yes, absolutely. I was waiting for this day, you know, <laughs> right. and, you know, gave me one of his, you know, old ones. And I didn't actually like sit down and seriously like ask him to teach me to like learn chords and like actually play, like not just banging on this thing until I was about 12 and, and like had met somebody else in middle school that had just gotten a guitar. And, and like that was, it was like, okay, this is our thing to bond over. So, but either way, I, I already knew all the parts. I didn't have to look it up, you know, or, or just guess. It was like, I know these are the pickups. I know these are the tuning pegs, whatever. And just nice. you know, wrote it down and sent it. You still have that pod? Yeah. Yeah. It's still in my that's box. That's pretty up. cool, man. Uh, um, well, I assume so anyway, like I said, right, I, haven't, right. I haven't dug through the box in years, but I can't imagine that it would have, you know, gone anywhere. How many pogs do you have? Um, I don't know. Like I say, like, a, yeah. uh, like a lot. Some, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't keep I didn't keep all of them like like just ones that like I thought were particularly cool and then one of the other things I would get to later was a uh, I want to say it might have been Christmas in 96 uh when I was in 8th grade this thing came out called the World Pog Federation Milk Cat Maker and it was one of my favorite Christmas gifts ever but the problem was I could never find anywhere that sold the blank refill packs but it was this thing uh-huh. where it was just this it was it looked almost like a button maker like yep. when you make buttons for bands and it would you would have these blank uh, you know, pogs that were sticky on one side that you would put in and then you would put in like a photograph or something and press this circle down and cut it and it would be uh, like stuck, you know, uh, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but you know, it, it would, it would like adhere. clasped, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, like it was like, you know, because you're putting it on like a sticky material to the pog and now you had these cool custom made pogs so, like, I was cutting up my spin magazines and, like, you know, <laughs> I had pogs with, like, Dave Grohl and Beck and Kurt Cobain and stuff on them that I Custom. made, you know, using that. You know, so, you know, Damn, then, man. then it was combining my love of like, you know, all this 90s alternative rock that I was getting into with, with, you know, pogs and, you know, it was, uh, I think I made one with like my eighth grade class picture too, where it's like, I'm on a pog, oh, I've made it, right. you know, but. That's the thing too, is like, yeah. you can just to put anything on them. I mean, yep. I mean, let's be honest too, like a lot of them were used for just like advertisements. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> like, you know. I remember a few like serial characters I had. Yep. I remember them getting out of serial boxes. 
things like that. You know, I've, I've looked it up on on uh, um, on eBay for shits and giggles sometimes, and they and they have them on there, but but like. They even have some of the blank refill packs, but I'm like, there's no way that the adhesive on that, that's the word I was trying to think of before, the adhesive. I got adheres, which I, I guess <laughs> the root of adhesive and that are probably the same thing if you want to get into the, the English of, right, grammar yeah. about it, you know. But, uh, um, you know, I was like, there's no way that's still sticky. Like, you know, this, this is just, you know, oh, yeah, I remember these things, like, you know, buy them. But, you know, Shit, if, if, if Pogs ever make a resurgence, I would definitely like to have something like that again. And I don't think that's going to happen. No, probably not, but... I, I always hold on to them just in case because everything is cyclical. You never know what when it's going to come back around, and and then I'll get to be you know, you know, the the ones will come out, and then like with any kind of cyclical you know trend thing that comes back, there's always going to be the the elitist hipster that's like mine are the vintage ones though, and it's like oh yeah, man, I got I got my my real mid nineties ones those first like, editions, you know, I, <laughs> those first printings. Oh man. Yeah. That's cool, man. So you played the game, though. You were more than a collector. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like you were a little bit of both. A little bit, yeah. Like I say, like you know, it's a, with with anything. Like they, they know kids are stupid and 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 just not not stupid, but just you know, the, the, they're, they're the collector little, mentality they're, of like they're, you got to have them all. It's, it's all little addicts, you know, waiting. Yeah, happen. exactly. And just like you know that that was my thing. Like whatever, you know, my my like I said, I don't remember the exact number. It was somewhere probably about five bucks a week. You know, allowance I was making for my my chores at home, or it was like that was that was always a big part of it. Was you know going to the the shop and seeing what they had and, and 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 like it's like now with people going to record stores and digging through the used bins it's like right. that was me digging through those bins of pogs and being like this one's <laughs> cool or whatever and finding what 10 or 15 or whatever i was buying Holy crap. you know that week and, Damn. and you know i didn't know it was like that yeah it was like a ripe age for collecting too man. yeah like yeah trading cards mm-hmm. like beanie babies yep. like that sort of thing yep and like i said i had gotten in I, I was into a lot of cards in elementary school yeah like 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 in the late 80s and early 90s but like a lot of the sports cards I was collecting, I didn't actually follow the sport. Like you know, like baseball cards, I enjoyed them. I saw the appeal of them, mm. but it was like I knew very little about them. I knew what players were good because they had like an all-star card or something. But like you know, I I, I did not have the attention span for baseball. I still don't have the attention <laughs> span for baseball. Some of my friends were into it, and I was just like, "Good on you, man!" Like I'm a hockey guy. That's the pace I need. I'm a hockey guy you know, too. Yeah, I can't really only, do baseball. That's, that's I can go to a game, but and I was like, "It's the only sport we have where a team plays in New Jersey and calls himself Jersey." It's like, yes, you represent. You know, it's like right. we are. Our own separate entity. <laughs> They're not doing so great, though. <laughs> Anything else about Pogs you want to touch um, on? I'm trying to think. Uh, you, like, nailed, anything? like, all my bullet points. Nice. It was amazing. Like, That's it. I'm glad. I, I didn't research things because I was like, he's probably going to have bullet points or like, set questions. Yeah. Let me, you know, just, you know, uh, react off that in real time as opposed to, like, having my own, you know, All the intricacies, like, you just nailed with, yeah. like, the playing for keeps, mm-hmm. um, talking about the game. How did you hold the thing? Would you use your two fingers or would you rest it above? There's a certain way to hold it. Um, That's what I found, like doing research. Yeah, I didn't know. Like, I, I kind of like held it, like you know, kind of like I guess with my thumb and under. Or no, I think I kind of held it like between my knuckle and, and this, like like I guess like if you were shooting a marble and just kind of threw it down and let it go like that. You know, <laughs> cool, again, man. this is a an audio medium, so you know exactly. The, yeah. People are probably like, "What the hell are you talking?" About? No, no, but like I was like wondering, I'm like, is he gonna bring pogs? Because like know, that could be with, cool with the, with the flipper, like I talk about. That was kind of with the two fingers on top and, and just kind of. Or no, even that I think might have been the thumb. I haven't nice. played in so many years. It's one of those things where it's like I can't remember how I did it, but I'm sure if I had the stack in front of me, it, it would just naturally. be it would just be muscle memory and be like, <laughs> right, this is how I did it. You know, it's it's the same thing with you know playing an instrument or whatever, and and uh, you know it's just you, you know or, or um forget what else I was talking about with muscle memory recently, where it's like you know you cannot do something in years and then it just comes right back to you. Video games, always, maybe. What's up? Video games, maybe. Possibly video games. Yeah. Uh, I know one of the things with me I always talk about with uh, um. Uh, listen, listen to a lot of music, whether it was the ska or, or you know uh, anything else that had a lot of horn parts in it. I'd always be whistling along and like 
uh, I'm a huge fan of Cake, and like anytime nice. one, of, one of their songs comes on, like you have like one of the real badass trumpet solos. I always talk about like the the first couple albums when I had my first car with with the tape deck that I'd always be listening to those in a lot, like you know pre having any kind of iPods when I was still listening to you know the album format. It's just like note for note. I remember those trumpet solos just whistling along, just from nice, you know. Shit, man, I'm gonna have to have you back on then. Yeah, man. you're like a well of information. Yeah, oh yeah, um, I love yammering on about things. That's <laughs> all, all this talk making you thirsty though. Uh, a little bit, like I said, I had my <laughs> you got a big drink, man. Excellent segue. Right, exactly. Joel Cola, huh? Yeah. Um, Interesting product. Yes. Uh, it's like the energy drink before energy drinks. Right, right. Like you know, it was, uh, the for for those not in the know, it was a, a cola around. I think it was introduced sometime in the eighties. I, I didn't learn about it until the early nineties. Eighty five. Eighty five. What I found. Yeah. Okay. Um, but but it was a uh, you know a cola, but it had double the the caffeine of a uh, you know it's a. Uh, that was the slogan. More, more mainstream competitors, yeah. Like, do you, you remember know, was, the slogan? Um, I know. I've I've seen. <laughs> have uh, it here. There's I've, two. But. Yeah, I know the. Um, they used to have a commercial where the whole thing was all the sugar and twice the caffeine. Yeah, for like and, 20 years that yeah, was it. Uh, but uh, um, I don't remember ever seeing the commercials televised when I had first. Um, like I saw it around in my local deli, and then it was just like, oh, that's kind of neat. Like you know, it's it's this you know, it's got this cool lightning bolt and it's talking about all the caffeine. But you know, <laughs> I wasn't a. Uh, uh, a huge soda drinker at the time, like, like, uh, you know, I would drink it if it was there, but like if, if I was just somewhere buying a drink, like usually I was getting some kind of fruit punch or I'm, I'm, I'm still a huge Yoohoo guy. That's my, my breakfast drink of choice, <laughs> you, you know, all the time. And, but, uh, 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 soda was just kind of something you would drink like with dinner or at a barbecue, but it wasn't just like a, you know, hanging out thing. But then, uh, I remember watching, uh, reruns of Saturday Night Live. Cause you know, I mean, I was definitely too young to stay up and watch the original, you know, run episodes at that time. But uh, when the Wayne's World movie came out in, uh, I want to say, 91, 92. Round, yeah. Uh, they're about uh, uh, Comedy Central did a marathon of uh, a bunch of SNL episodes that had Wayne's World sketches in them. Because, like, you know, they were capitalizing on that. Everybody's going to theater. So you know, there's a bunch of my friends and I that, you know, didn't know that this was a, based on a sketch from, you know, a show that right. had been on for years. We just knew it was like this cool new movie where it's like, oh, there's these cool rock and roll guys, you know, <laughs> spouting catchphrases. This is awesome. And uh, there was one episode when they were talking about the Gulf War and that they were staying up watching the 24-hour, you know, uh, news cycle footage of it. And they're like, you know, we've been surviving, you know, holding up in the basement eating cereal and drinking Jolt Cola. And I'm like, oh, well, Wayne and Garth drink it. I got to try this stuff out that I'm seeing. And then, like, later in Wayne's Holy World, shit. In, in the movie Wayne's World 2. Product uh, placement, baby. Yeah, in, in, in the actual, the second Wayne's World movie, they uh, they reference it when uh, um, the one Native American character that they see in their hallucinations is holding the phone for uh for Garth to uh or, or for Wayne to make a call on, but only he sees him. So like Garth just sees this floating phone and he's like, "Whoa, I must have drank too much Jolt Cola." <laughs> like and my friends and I are like, "Yeah." So like anytime it was mentioned in a movie or we would see it, like that was like, a, a whole thing for us. So it's like ah, oh, you know, like it was in uh, um uh the movie Hackers, which uh holy crap, Angelina Jolie was <laughs> yeah. In. Uh, you know, they have a commercial for it there. It is you know Jolt is the the drink of the elite hacker. I think is the uh. That's what I saw a lot of doing research. It was like the drink Uh, for hackers and like late night like gamers and like things like that. Yeah, Uh, very eighties, nineties speak. Yeah, in uh, um, in some of the uh, the low budget uh, horror movies like like Basket Case. uh, I'm not familiar. Oh, 
basket case is this movie <laughs> about a uh, a guy who had a a, a Siamese twin when he was born, a, a conjoined twin. Right, right. That's, that's the uh, I got you. The PC term for that. I, I got sure. It's all good, you man. Know, it's not something that I talk it's about good. often. So well, you know, the listeners are gonna be you know, pissed, bro. Right, right. No, I'm just kidding. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all of our listeners in Siam. Uh, right. But, uh, uh, There's a few. No, yep. <laughs> but continue. Uh, so he has this conjoined twin that's you know malformed and, and not fully you know. Uh, you know, there and kind of ugly. So the parents separate them, but you know, he didn't want them to, he loved his brother, but like, you know, they, they, uh, you know, hold him down and, you know, surgically separate them at night and, and like throw his brother away, but they have this psychological link. So he saves him, but he keeps him in this basket and like they go to find like the doctors and stuff and kill them. And, and it's this whole, you know, it's, it's a pretty good low budget movie. The, yeah. Uh, um, I can dig it. The, uh, the director or the producer, I forget the name of the company that makes it, but like, it's kind of like how trauma has a bunch of movies with like this shared universe. Yeah. So like, he made a bunch of movies. Um, they had done a great double feature one. I don't know if you know uh, Evan Kyle. He he was in um, mm-hmm. he was in the band Full of Fancy. He was in uh, uh, Forward to Death. Uh, most recently, he was in uh, it was with Brian Gorsinger and, and Jeff Schreck from the Ergs. I'm trying to a character actor was the name of that band. But he's he's another guy like me that's you know about my age and, and you know we've known each other through the, the scene for forever. But he's huge into those movies. And they, they used to do these uh, double features at the uh, um, the theater in Metuchen. I forget what that one's called. Nice. But, but, uh, Is um, it still there? Uh, the theater's still there. Cool. I don't know whether or not they still, you know, mm. do anything there. But but he had done a great double feature where it was Basket Case and then one of the most famous movies by this guy called Frankenhooker that's uh, <laughs> pretty self-explanatory <laughs> just by the title about uh, this reanimated uh, right. ex-girlfriend of the guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess it's not that self-explanatory. No, she, it kind of... She, she, she wasn't a hooker when she died. She was this guy's girlfriend that he wanted to reanimate, but he needed parts, so he slew uh, a bunch of hookers to, to uh, get gonna the, care about uh, them, right? the, yeah. the components for it. <laughs> but then when she came back, too, she was partly his girlfriend, but also had all of their kind of memories and stuff and infused, so then she just went out trying to, you know, find Johns or whatever, and it was just like, you know, want a date? You know, and just like, Weird. you know, <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but there was a Joel, Joel Cola was in Basket-head, Basket Head? Basket Case? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I don't think it was in the first one, but it was in Basket Case 2. There's three of the Basket Case movies, <laughs> nice. and there's one scene when they're kind of going through, like, the back hallways of this restaurant that they're escaping through or something, and there's, like, a lot of, like, stacks and stacks of, of cans of Joel Cola, and it was in uh, um, Jurassic Park, famously. Uh, was it? Really? Um, uh, that's one of my favorite uh, movies. I don't uh, recall. Uh, Nedry that uh, uh, Wayne Knight that was Newman on Seinfeld yep. <laughs> played. He was always drinking it, so there's empty cans of Jolt on his desk. No kidding. Yeah. Or, oh, or balls or something, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking cool. So again, it was one of those things where it was like, you know, it was this cool little subversive thing. Not everybody knew about it or drank it. So again, there's that, 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 and, and like Pogs, my middle school was also like, yeah, we, we don't think you should bring this in here. <laughs> it's so a controversial like, drink for yeah, kids, yeah, you man. Know, like, yeah. You know, like, yeah, this is probably a lot for you and, and, uh, you know. I remember my friends and I, like, we would go to school dances even though we were not about that scene, but it was just what you did. Like, what else are you going to do? You don't have a car or something. So it's like you would wait for them to play the one rock-based song that they would play that evening. <laughs> Usually it would either be Smells Like Teen Spirit or um, The Offspring's Self-Esteem. And, you know, we would try to mosh to it and they would turn it off. But, you know, that's what you were there for that whole time. And usually <laughs> we, we would all have our, our, our bottles of Jolt that we brought to, like, you know, kind of hang in the back and, and drink and, you know. You know, sadly, I think a lot of those kids, you know, took the muscle memory of that to, you know, just kind of hang out in the back of places and drink. And, you know, right. I hope that they're, you know, have it under control. But uh, right. <laughs> I think especially it was funny because the uh, uh, the leader bottles of Jolt Cola at that time, uh, it started out with like the red and yellow label before it went to like the black and red one after it was the uh, okay. whatever year at the anniversary that they changed the packaging. Which but, didn't uh, work out well for them, actually. No? I did research and oh, when yeah. they did that, like sales just went. Oh. 
I thought the black and red looked cooler, but, but either way, the uh, uh, the red and, and, and yellow and white logo bottles, the leader bottles were shaped kind of like 40s. Like, you know, like, they were these plastic bottles with that conical shape. And they like, look like a battery. They uh, like shit like a giant battery, those that, ones? That was towards the end. No, I'm talking oh. about, like, the plastic leader bottles of soda, like, leader bottles of soda, like you would buy one of Coke or Pepsi now. Like, yeah. It was like, it had the flat bottom, and, and it was shaped kind of conical, where it was, you know, <laughs> it was a cylinder, and then it would you know, yeah. taper up and it, it looked like a 40, 40 ounce bottle of beer. And like <laughs> there were numerous times and like me and my buddies would be like drinking it in the park or something. And some like older person would be like, Hey, you kids drinking beer. Like, you know, what, what are you doing? And come over and we show them like, no, this is soda. Yeah, this just a highly caffeinated like, drink. Yeah, yeah, you know, no big like, deal. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't know what a 40 was prior to that. I hadn't been listening to a lot of, uh, a lot of hip hop yet or whatever. And just, I remember this kid from, from my middle school class just being like, yo man, what if I got the jolt 40 in here? And I'm like, you know, <laughs> So did you drink it a lot? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, in uh, the early part of high school, like like probably freshman year and sophomore, uh, my bus stop was at this same local deli, and uh, I would often like I would have my two dollars that I was given for lunch, and like um, sometimes I would uh, you know spend a dollar of it on like a bottle of Jolt or something, and, and uh, so how much it was a buck? Yeah, yeah, it was. Nice. Uh, it had, That's how much it still is today. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one of the things that was a bummer was when it started out, when I first started seeing it before, uh, you know, it got more popular, you know, not that it was ever super popular, but like among my group, like, you know, locally, uh, when it got popular among us and they realized, oh, there's, there's demand for this. Finally, we could probably upcharge it. I, I, had, uh, part of what made me try it out too, was it used to be cheaper than, uh, than Coke and Pepsi. So it was like, oh, and you know, and in hindsight, when I think about what it tasted like, I'm like, you know, it wasn't even that good. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> as, as much as I like to champion the underdog and the smaller yeah. company, like, you know. I, I, I drink, you know, Coke or, or some, you know, form of soda every day. And I'm like, this is really good. Like, they, they nailed it with this formula. Like, you know, right. Jolt always tasted a little bit flat. Like, it was a little kind of syrupy, like, you know. But uh, um, So when's the last time you had it? The last time I had it was shortly after the turn of the century. Like, wow. Uh, like, so like, 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 yeah, like, like it's probably been like, you know, like, like, like I'd say like, like probably 02, 03, something like that was the last time I had it. I haven't seen it for sale anywhere. Like it went away for a little while, yeah, yeah, and then it came back in uh, 2017, actually. Okay, I, I was unaware that <laughs> they have um, that like an recently. exclusive deal with like Dollar General. Oh yes, I did know that. Yes, That's the only and place every, you can get it. Every yeah. time I've tried to go to Dollar General to find it, it's always out. And uh, friends of mine, other people from the scene, uh, Jay Insult and uh, uh, Chris Pierce have have boasted about that they always buy up the supply whenever it's there. It's like, well, <laughs> they buy them out. Man, yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> I think um, I think Pierce, like I say, he's an older guy than me. I don't know if you know yeah. him, but uh, no, nah, it's all good. Uh, he was he's currently in well, he's in a million bands, but he he runs Volume Four Studio in New Brunswick. But cool, he's in School Drugs. He's in uh, Doc Hopper, which was like his original band from. I think I've heard way of School back. Drugs. Uh, yeah, they're pretty big around the the Shore area and and, and New Brunswick, but uh, um. He's in Nervous Triggers, uh, also, also with Jay Insult. Uh, but anyway, he's been in a ton of bands and, and he's recorded a ton of bands, but he's originally from Maine. He's originally from, you know, the uh, uh, New England. And I think uh, there's that part of him that loves kind of niche uh, smaller sodas being from there because up in Maine they have this stuff called Moxie that is disgusting, but the people in Maine love it. <laughs> it's It kind of tastes like a mixture of like Dr. Pepper and cough syrup. And, and uh, uh, I'm not a Dr. Pepper fan <laughs> anyway, know? yeah. But uh, hey. most, <laughs> most of my friends from the New England area or that you know, know people there, if they go on a trip, like they'll bring some back and they like to have people try it just to watch their face. <laughs> like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> is it have caffeine in it too? Is uh, it like Jolt or is it um, not even? I don't know. Um, I, I never really looked it up beyond... Uh, just, you know, the initial trying of it. And it's like, okay, now I see this stuff. But apparently, like, because it's something made in Maine or thereabout, like, the people up in that area, like, champion it. Like, you know, ah, it's, 
you know, it's not great, but it's ours, so we love we got it. Some you know? oxy, it's, yeah. You know, I guess I guess that's their equivalent of pork roll. It's like when I try to explain that to pork people. Pork roll's banging, you though, know. Man. You know, when I try to explain that to people not of Jersey, you know, like they're like, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't sound as good when you explain it to me. I'm like, you got to try it, man. man. Yeah, yeah, you know? I don't know what people argue about. Yeah. Like, is a Taylor Ham or pork yeah, roll? Like, yeah. who cares? Yep. It's delicious, mm-hmm. you know. That's hilarious. Um, it's, a, it's a when in Rome thing for me. Like, if I'll, I'll order it how it is on the menu because that's you know what they. Uh, you know, call it, you know, like if, gotcha. if I'm in a region where they say Taylor ham, I, I normally say pork roll. I know that Taylor ham is a brand of pork roll. But, is that what know, it is? Uh, well, well, Taylor, uh, is like the, like, you know, the kind of quintessential brand of it. Like, you know, when, right. it, was, when it came out and, uh, like some people argue where it's like, you know, it doesn't even say ham on the, you know, <laughs> the, the packaging. Like they know it's, it's Taylor pork roll. And they're like, you know, then somebody will show, I don't know if it's true or not, but somebody puts something up on the internet where it's like, here's an old thing of the packaging where it used to be called that, but it got changed, but it used to be called like John Taylor's prepared ham or something like that. And then I think they had to take that off because there's like ham is a, you know, it has to be cut from a particular place on a pig or something to, to be ham. Like <laughs> right. it's got to be a certain cut of it. And like, this right. doesn't come from that. So this is pork, but it's not ham. So it's, you know, you can't call it that. And, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, but it's the same thing. Like when I describe it to people, I'm like, you know, it's, it's breakfast meat. So it's kind of like Canadian bacon, but it's bumpy like pepperoni kinda, or salami. Yeah. Like, so it's got a texture to it. You know, but it's like, I love it. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's a, I always joke with people, like in, in spite of being a, an obese guy, uh, you know, there's certain things that, uh, uh, for whatever reason I don't like, and that's what keeps me from teetering over to the edge and having a heart attack. And like, I'm one of the only people I know that doesn't like bacon. Like I like the smell of it, but just like the, the texture, the taste, whatever, anytime I've had it, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't like this very much. And I think that's because I'm just so staunchly New Jersey. That it's like, Listeners no, jaws just dropped. Like what? You know, that it's like this, this is the only place, you know, pork roll is like we have a a, right. a, a responsibility to, to, to eat and enjoy this like if i'm having breakfast meat this is what it is you know but uh um that's funny but yeah bacon uh mayonnaise is one of the things that i'm uh i find to be an abomination what <laughs> you know i, I love don't mayonnaise, want, I don't want that on anything so i'm like <laughs> the fact that I, I i don't need any like there's there's a great simpsons episode when mr burns goes to uh get his like annual checkup and they explain to him uh that he actually has everything but because it's all trying to get into his system at once it's all jamming up in the door and not getting through. <laughs> so he's like, so what you're saying is I'm invincible. It's like, no, like even a slight wind can, you know, throw this over. And it's like, I always joke, that's me with, you know, what I, what I eat and drink and stuff. It's like, you know, yeah, I'm not very healthy, but the fact that I don't like bacon or mayo, like keeps me, you know. Yeah. I but, mean, yeah. Moderation, right? Yeah. Shit. Well, it's, 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 it's the same thing. It's one of those where it's, uh, um, you know, it's, it's, it all takes its balance from different places. Like when I first got married, um, and, and finally at health insurance again, my wife was like, you're going to go to the doctor and you're going to get a checkup and they're going to tell you that you need to change everything about what you're doing. And it's like, okay. And I went there and they're like, you know, well, you know, like you could stand to lose a few pounds, but sure. you know, you don't smoke, you don't drink, you're monogamous, you know, like your, your cholesterol is good, whatever, like keep, keep at it. And it's like, and she was just <laughs> cause like she actually pays attention to like the yeah. amount of sodium and things and calories and whatever. And, and, good and, for her know, though, yeah. and tries really hard and, and, you know, she has problems. Uh, you know, whereas I, and I'm sure, you know, just getting older. You know, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, where it's like, I, you know, it, it hasn't manifested yet. It might later, but you know, like the fact that I, you know, drink as much soda as I do and, 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 you know, haven't, you know, shown any signs of diabetes yet or anything is great, you know, but, uh, a lot of my friends that have it are just always like, you know, you can tell they're waiting for it. They don't wish me specific harm, but they're just like, oh, you it's wait. coming. Stuff. You know, like, <laughs> Damn. I'm, watching, I'm watching. I love you, buddy, you know, but. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm watching you enjoy this and I can't. Yeah, you're going to be in my club. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. <laughs> Which
What's your favorite soda? Um, I always say that my uh, what I refer to as my holy trinity of sodas is is Coke, Cherry Coke, and Dr Pepper are the ones that I drink the most. Okay, there's a lot of other ones that I enjoy. Cherry Coke, huh? Yeah, Cherry Coke is, is a huge one for. But it's like an uncommon one. But uh, um, but with Cherry Coke, it's good. Though. I'm I'm very particular about it. Where they have those machines where um. You can like touch all the options. I don't like cherry coke from those, where it's just a syrup that they add to the regular gotcha. coke. It's got to be actual cherry coke from the fountain. So when I find a fountain that's like <laughs> has to be pure, yeah, like like legit, like you know, cherry coke. Uh, I'm always buying the big forty four ounce cup like that of that or whatever. Oh, yeah. I like the fountain stuff better than I do out of the bo- the plastic bottle with that. I don't know, uh, you know, I, I'm sure there's some water cutting it or what. Like right. I don't know, but like that that consistency of cherry coke is is like probably my ultimate favorite soda and. Uh, um, then I also uh, I try to stick with like one per day, like like flavor per day. So it's like okay. you know, uh, you know, I'll kind of decide in the morning like where am I going in the evening, you know. And it's like there's no reason that I can't drink multiple kinds of soda, but just <laughs> it's one of many you know, ticks and idiosyncrasies and whatever yeah. I, I've developed. And I don't remember exactly when it started, but it was like today I started with Coke in the morning because I know I'm going to a show at a bar later, and that's what they're gonna sell, you, you know. Go. But it's like so I'm like you know if I if I know I'm going out to eat somewhere later, it's like you know. Before I pick what what soda I'm drinking with lunch, like what what am I having with dinner? <laughs> it's kept me out of trouble some nights too, because there's there's sometimes when uh, uh you know it's my wife is very um easygoing about things and and, and whatever and 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 uh, um also bisexual herself, so she has um an appreciation of, of the female form. So if I'm to go to a gentleman's club, you know, as long as I'm not spending like you know my part of the rent or, or bills or something, she's like, yeah, cool, more power to you, right on, go have fun. <laughs> and uh, and there's some nights where I'm like, you know. Yeah, yeah, I can go. Like it's it's usually if I have the money to go, I don't have the time. If I have the time, I don't have the money. Mm. But like, there's some nights where I'm like on the way home, and I'm like, you know, I could stop off there. But I'm like, ah, I had cherry coke for lunch. They only sell coke. Nope. All right, going home. You know, <laughs> it like, just affects your yeah, whole day, you like stress of the day. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of flavors, though, yeah. did Jolt have flavors or was it just one? Um, during the period that I was drinking it, you know, all the time in, in middle school and high school, yeah, there was just regular Jolt cola. And for a little bit, there was Diet Jolt Cola, where it was it came rather than a red can with white lines, it was a white can with red lines, and it said like skip the calories, keep the kick. I keep remember, the caffeine, but, you know. But, yeah. but but like I, you know, I was not a diet soda drinker, so I never tried that one. Towards my senior year of high school in 2000, they had come out with a few different flavors. Uh, I don't know if they sold it everywhere, but the one 7-Eleven by me had it, where there was a Jolt Orange Blast, where it was like an orange soda. Yeah. There was a Jolt <laughs> Cherry Bomb, which. Uh, I didn't. It didn't taste like cherry cola to me. It was more like a black cherry soda, like kind of like Doc Browns or something like that. Okay. Um, you know, or, or more so. Whenever I drank black cherry soda, it was usually like the the uh, you know Pathmark brand, whatever. Like you know the the um, you know generic store brand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and there was one clear grape flavored one. Uh, I don't remember the name of that one, but that was like uh, I was like clear grape. That's weird. I was, I was never a big grape soda guy, but I didn't care that much. But like I did think it was cool that they made a uh, the can was uh, clear. No, no, oh, it, was, it, was in, like, it was in plastic bottles, ah. and the, and the and the soda itself was clear, but it was great oh, flavor. Okay. So it was kind of like like Crystal Pepsi, which is like another '90s thing, that, you know. <laughs> I've uh, heard of that, yeah. Whatever, which that came know. back recently yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, um, it's gonna drive me nuts that I can't think of the name of the the, the clear grape one, even though I never had it. But but I just I remember seeing the the lineup of them where they had the regular Jolt Cola and then like those three new flavors, and I would try it every now and again. But by that point, uh, uh, I wasn't drinking as much soda like that particular. Uh, those last couple of years of high school, a big part of why I had uh, stopped drinking as much Jolt Cola as I did was uh, when I had gone to my dentist, uh, <laughs> and, and it wasn't even cavities. It was they had noticed I was missing a lot of enamel on the back of my teeth, and they're like, you know, uh, like you have you have uh, acid reflux, like you're, uh, you know, because because they're like, you know, they're like uh, we actually see this a lot in people with like uh, like eating disorders, like bulimia, like uh, 
do you believe me? I'm like, look at my stomach. Does it look like uh, I let anything get out of here? You know? And they're like, they're like, oh, it happens with like competitive swimmers a lot. I'm like, again, man. Like, no. And and then how like, old are you? This, this was like 11th grade, so I was okay. probably like like 16 something like nice. that. Nice. And and uh, eventually they're like, oh, like you have, you have gastric reflux, like like in your sleep, like acid is kind of coming up and eroding the, the back of the the enamel on your teeth. So like what? you got to try to have like some less acidic things. So, yeah. So I was drinking less soda like during during those couple of years, and then. After a while, when like you know they weren't noticing any any like huge difference in it, it's like well if 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 nothing that I'm you know really changing about my my <laughs> diet is is doing this, then I'm just going back to drinking soda because I love it. You know, and it's go, like, but uh, um, you know, I think a lot of it was uh, um things like uh, um like a lot of marinara sauce. Like I think like 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 okay. like like acid in that or something. I don't know. Like hmm. I'm I'm just guessing here. I'm not a medical professional, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, let's but not. I just assume that you know uh. I just, that's, you know, one of the things my dad suggested where he's just like, you know, oh, you know, we're Italian. We have the, the agita or whatever. It's something we all have gastric reflux. It's just, you know, you know, part of it is what you eat. Part of it is stress, whatever. But just, you mm. know, it, it happens. Uh, it's, it's also, uh, I don't know what it stands for, if anything, but like, it's also called GERD, like G-E-R-D. Hmm. I don't know. But uh, uh, I haven't heard anything about my doctor saying anything about it. So I guess, you know, whatever I found some kind of winning combination where, or, you know, yeah. I, I don't notice that I'm up late with heartburn or anything like I was right. back then. Yeah, so it's uh, probably a good thing you cut out the jolt. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> possibly. Like I, said, it's just, yeah, I, I did notice it almost never. You know, you, you can never find it anywhere. Pretty shortly after I stopped drinking it, I think I was keeping them in business in the uh, Central Jersey area between me and my friends. Where it was like, this is this cool stuff I drink. You should drink it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you could have one right now, would you? Yeah, yeah, I would drink it. Like I say, it's. Would you like to have a jolt? Sure, that'd be great. I got us some jolt. Well, awesome, you know. And I'm already <laughs> drinking regular, regular flavored. I went out and got us some jolt, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know we were talking about, you know, it's audio, but... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Wow. This is what I'm talking about. In the, in the red cans, this is the... Oh, they make the tall boy now, too. Awesome. Yeah, man. Yep. I had to go to two Dollar Generals. <laughs> the first one did not have them. I went on the hunt yesterday, and I was thinking of, like, some last-minute things. That's outstanding. You're the first person in the podcast who gets a gift, too, by the way. <laughs> I've never had this, either, right so... That's pretty cool. I'll, I'll have to see if it, if it tastes like I remember. Oh, it smells just like a Coca-Cola. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely has that that sort of a medic- oh, wow. medicinal aftertaste that I, that I remember. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a lot worse. Yeah, I thought it was going to suck. To be oh, yeah. but it tastes like mm-hmm. a Coke. Yeah, it's it's a little different. Like I said, like I, I can never. It's not the original formula. Like right? I can never pinpoint like exactly what the chemical aftertaste was. You know, but, but, but there's always <laughs> a bit of that. But uh, yeah, man, it's funny too, man. On the website, mm-hmm. like you go on their website and it tells you like yeah. where to find, and it's like make sure look on the bottom shelf. They're always yeah. on the bottom shelf. <laughs> I was but, like, uh, wow. Um, Again, going back to the, uh, you know, I was never a real troublemaker. Like, I always talk about it where it's like every kid always thinks they're a badass or whatever. And, you know, like the you know, the, the miscreant, and, sure. you know, the, the rebellious things I did, like, you know, so with, the, yeah. with, with, with the Jolt Cola, um, I remember um, having it on, on the bus, you know, to school. Because, like, sometimes, like I say, I would spend my lunch money on something. That was my, you know, like, all right, I need something to wake me up this morning. Like, let me let me drink my, you know, my bottle of Jolt on the, on the bus to, to school on the ride in. <laughs> And uh, the bus driver's all, you, you can't drink anything on the bus. And like, and I remember like it was in the, uh, excuse me, the, the bottles that had like the, like, like the thin metal cap, like not the, uh, not like the plastic cap that's on bottles today. I don't know if you remember where like, um, no. soda bottles used to have like these metal caps on them with like these little pieces that would kind of bend and come off if you played with them. Either way, Jolt had those and it was, you know, this thin metal thing. And I remember using a nail to pound a hole into the top of one of these caps that I held onto. Yeah. And then I would buy my, uh, my jolt for the day and <laughs> unscrew the cap that it came with, screw on the one with the top, 
and I had like a few straws that I would take from the deli that I put together and I had it in the inside pocket of my coat <laughs> and I'd be sitting on the bus drinking Jolt and like, yeah, the bus driver doesn't know, fuck them, man, I'm getting one over on them. And like, I He's tell, bouncing off the walls back yeah, there. You know, What's I, going on? I, I, I don't I, see any Jolt, so. I, I, you know, and it wasn't even Jolt. It was just, they didn't want you eating or drinking anything on the bus because they didn't want you just leaving the garbage in the seats. And I was always, you know, you know, no matter how... You weren't rebellious. A savage. I thought yeah. I was. Yeah, I'm not a litterer. Like, yeah, you know, like you know, like yeah, you know, I've got you know, got some, class. I've got some morals. Yeah, right. But uh, so either way, like you know, like I, I would think I was so like, you know, clever for that. And I, I had told one of my friends the story years later, and they're like, "Man, like if you put half the effort you did into like thinking you were getting, <laughs> yes, <laughs> thinking you were getting around, you know." authority or whatever into like your actual schoolwork or right, like, yeah. you know <laughs> something productive like we'd have flying cars by now world leader you'd be a world leader like amazing <laughs> things you could do right but that's one of those things where you know uh, I, I was gonna joke about it when i got lost on my way down here when, when i was just like you know yeah i can't follow simple google maps directions but i can remember all kinds of minutiae about pogs and shit like that's right that's, that's what's rattling around in my brain like I'd, google killed I'd, our brain you know so. I'd, I'd, I'd put up a uh a post on Facebook recently where like I make my friends laugh talking about a lot of uh, nostalgic things. Excuse me a second. Oh, no worries. Phone's buzzing. Live. The text, yeah. <laughs> nice. We have our first caller. <laughs> no, it looks, looks like it's just a text message. <laughs> no worries, man. Just, just in case. Nope, it's not my wife. Okay. Cool. Yep. Cool. The flip phone. Yep. Yeah, I still use a flip Dude. phone. That's that's part of why I get lost on the way down here is because I'm one of the last. I forgot you said of, that yeah, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of the last holdout weirdos that refuses to get a smartphone because I require Dude. physical buttons. Uh, you know, if I'm using right. a, if I'm using a touch screen, I'm usually either in an ATM or a sandwich counter, <laughs> and uh, um, but uh, uh, also just I, I watch so many like you know friends and other people I know just you go out somewhere to to socialize mm. and everybody's just on their phone whatever and I know myself and I have an addictive personality and I know mm. how I am with uh, you know nice just dude. being on the computer in general and Good like, insight. I was like no I need to not have that kind of access to the internet at all times because I will never get anything done <laughs> damn know? dude. I was like, I love it. Yeah. Taking so like taking response, like dude, yep. I'm the same way, man. That's, that's me with the uh, like like a lot of the things with you know how I say like I don't partake of uh, intoxicants, but I don't call myself straight edge or anything because it's not a, a moral thing. Like I I don't you know have any problem with other people doing it. Yeah. But I know myself, I don't understand moderation. Like I always tell everybody, like this giant gut I've been carrying around is a reminder that like yeah, you can't do moderation. You try something and you like it. You go overboard. You get way too much Shit. of it. You know, so it's <laughs> Is like, this Joel so, going to set you so, down the bad path now? No, no, Did no, I, uh... no. <laughs> like I say, it's the, this one was never so much an issue. But I mean, I, I am addicted to caffeine, certainly. And I, I do always tell myself I should really... I am definitely I should, I should really teach myself to like coffee because it would be better for me calorically and, and, and for my teeth probably than all the soda I drink. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, some people do that. They drink the soda instead but, of coffee. But... Uh, um, what was I saying now? The, uh, oh, right. And I mean, I've, I've definitely had, uh, um, you know, a, a history in my family and, and my one best friend that was my cousin uh, had a serious alcohol problem and died at 28 from it. And, uh, you know, that's one of those things where it's like, yeah, yeah, you shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> you Slippery know, slope, I, man. I, yeah. I, and, and it's one of those things where it's like, I think that one's a little bit the most pervasive because the people that are super into it are always of that mindset where it's like, you know, if I'm doing it alone, I have a problem. So do it with me. You know, so it's it's always, you know, John Mulaney has that great bit about like, you know, when you don't drink, everybody asks you why. And, yeah, and, right. And it's like, you know, and it's and it's all, you know, nobody knows what to do for you. You go to a party and it's like, hey, we got the keg over there. We got vodka shots. And uh, hey, John, uh, we found this radish in a cabinet. Like, is that something <laughs> you would like? I know you don't drink. You know, so it's Shit. like, I always kind of bring my own soda to parties if, if I'm going. There was actually a great Hard Times article that 
hit home about it where it was like inconsiderate straight edge roommate drinks all the mixer and it's like there's definitely a bunch of parties i've gone to where like i pour myself a big cup of coke and everybody's like you know that's for the rum and cokes asshole what are you doing you know so it's like i bring my own private stuff there you go man that's one of the um the uh, the logics that I, that I would hear a lot where people were like, oh, you would like rum and coke, man. That just tastes like coke. And I was like, well, mm. coke tastes like coke, and I go. could drink a bunch of them for way cheaper and still drive home. Yeah, like, it's not going to complicate like, my life yeah, and you know, you know get me like, into trouble and shit like that, man. But uh, right on. You know, it's that's one of those things where a lot of people don't understand. Where uh, in spite of myself not partaking, why I'm so vocal about you know uh, marijuana being legalized. I see no problem with it. I know a bunch of high functioning. You know, you're talking to one great people. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was raised by one, you know, it's like, I, I always talk about it where it's like, I didn't realize growing up that, that my dad smoked pot, you know, he's good at really? hiding it then, but then like, you know, you can only hide once, it for so long, know, man. You know, once you hit like 13, like, yeah. And then I would feel bad once I figured it out. Cause I didn't know how to broach the topic with him. And like, <laughs> and, and like I would walk into a room and he'd like throw his roach down real quick and get flustered. I'm like, Oh, I ruined my dad's high. I'm an asshole. You know, but it's like, you know, <laughs> I don't remember exactly what finally led to it, but I, I was definitely in my twenties and I'm like, you know, I know what you're doing, right? And it's like, this is your house, man. I don't give a shit. Like, right. you know, like you're, 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 you know, you're staying on top of things. We're not going to get evicted. Like right. if the cops raid the place. I, I, you know, I, I, I love and, and admire you enough to know that you're not going to be like, Oh, it's the kids, you know, right. like, you know, like, right. Yeah. You know? As long as you like, you know, return back yep. to reality, take care of your adult yep. responsibilities. The, uh, yeah. Again, talking about podcasts. Uh, one of the ones that I would always listen to the, uh, Jay and silent Bob get old. Yes. To that dude. One. I listen to a lot that's, of Kevin Smith's they podcasts. Always, they always talk about that's the yeah. mantra, handle your high, you know? Like, yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, that's exactly where I'm pulling yep. that from, man. That's great, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a guest I'd love to have on. Oh, yeah. Kevin, if you're out there. Yep. <laughs> nice. Um, so anything else about Joel? Um, let's see. Um, like I said, we talked about the caffeine, talked about the, the various pop culture. Uh, Listeners are like, they're, posts, the, yeah. they're speeding up. Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> the caffeine's kicking in, like... <laughs> <laughs> like I say, the, uh, t- t- telling the anecdote about the uh, you know getting name dropped in the one song it's not bad at all, and, and, and talking about the uh, the drinking it at, at the school dances and on the bus uh, was was pretty much the the big thing of it as far as making it a uh, such an important part of my uh, you know my twelve uh, year old through a uh, young teenage life. <laughs> and that's what the can looked like back then. Yeah, yeah. The, it was it was a twelve ounce can. It wasn't the tall boy like this. Yeah. But it's like when I first started drinking it, this was the the color scheme they used, and and on the uh, the. They didn't have 20-ounce bottles yet. It was still the 16-ounce plastic bottles of, of most sodas at the time. And uh, um, then Jolt had the 20-ounce bottle when it came out, and it changed the color. And I remember it saying, like, 25 more, 25% more for free because you had now a 20-ounce bottle instead of a 16. And, uh, you know, that being a big deal that you were still paying the same price, you know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but you know, getting this extra four ounces. And we're like, yeah, you know. Nice. And, like, and then uh, um, I remember my one aunt. It's not bad, man. Uh, Shit. Again, that goes back to the uh, – um, you know, not that I want to air out a lot of my, my family shit, but just uh, my, I, I always notice a lot of people I know that have a lot of their own problems like to deflect. And I picked up on that pretty young because my aunt, who is definitely a uh, alcoholic, would always be yelling at me and my cousin like, you shouldn't be drinking that jolt crap. That's going to kill you. Right. You know, and like, <laughs> gulp, gulp, and, gulp, and, yeah. and, and, and like uh, I remember her seeing the 25% more on the bottle and she's like, see, they're talking about it. It's 25% more caffeine. I'm like, actually, no, it has, you know two times the caffeine. So it's like, that's more than 25%. It's just 25% more right. soda. And I wasn't helping my case. You know, <laughs> <laughs> nice dude. Good shit, man. Yeah. I, it tastes a way better than I thought it was yeah. going to taste. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, thanks again for listening. This is sentimentally ill. You can find us on Instagram at Instagram.com slash sentimentally ill pod. 
We're on the Facebooks at facebook.com slash sentimentallyillpod. You can reach us by email. That's sentimentallyillpod at gmail.com. Coming up next is part two with Scruff, and we're going to get into TV. Um, surprisingly, we haven't talked about any TV shows yet on the show, so stay tuned. It's another good one. Thanks. Bye.